What's your favourite chocolate bar? What's your favourite animal? What's your favourite 1980s boy band? And so on. I sometimes wonder what would happen if you played that game with the Apostle St. Paul, if you had St. Paul in the room, and he said, come on then, Paul, what's your favourite word? From all those endless letters you've written, what's your favourite word? What would he say, I wonder? Would he perhaps say righteousness, or sanctification, or sin? What would be his favourite word? I suspect St. Paul's favourite word would be the word, therefore. That's critical, that word, through his letters. We've just seen it in the reading that Hazel just read to us. That reading begins with the most beautiful song, delighting in what Jesus has done for us, that death is swallowed up in victory. Through the saving work of Jesus Christ, these mortal bodies of ours are going to put on immortality. These frail, perishable bodies of ours will put on imperishability. Because Jesus has won the victory. And that victory is so complete, so total through the power of the cross, that we can laugh at death. Death, come on, where is your sting? Bring it on, death. You're over. You've been defeated by Jesus. It's fantastic. It just cries out to be sung. It's such strong, powerful teaching. It just fills you with joy to listen to those words. It's the future hope that Jesus sets before us by his saving work. But then Paul goes on, therefore, there's always as therefore with Paul. Jesus has done all this, therefore, be strong and immovable. So maybe the Corinthians are going through a bit of a hard time. Maybe they're wondering what the point is in all this. Maybe they've tried to share their faith but met with problems. We know they're a bit divided, a bit unhappy amongst themselves. Perhaps they're losing heart. So what Paul does is he reminds them of what Jesus has done. He sets before them the future hope. Therefore, he says, because of what Jesus has done, you can be strong, you can be immovable, you can bound in works for the Lord. Your Christian life is rooted in what Jesus has done for you. Jesus has won the triumph. Therefore. The secular world tells us that if we want to be resilient and keep going, We've got to look for inner strength. We've got to find resilience within ourselves, self-belief, self-confidence, self-this, self-that, self-the-other. It doesn't work. If we want resilience, it's no good looking inside these sinful bodies of ours. We need to look out to Jesus, to what he's done for us. We can work in his name because we trust in the hope we find in the cross. It's about the therefore. Paul, remember the therefore. We're about to give you a completely, totally impossible job. As I know you'll be, you won't be styled vicar, but you will be the incumbent of this parish in a few moments. So you legally will have the cure of souls of everybody who lives within the geographical boundary of this parish. You're legally responsible for the salvation of all the thousands of people who live in the boundary of the area that this church serves. That's a huge task. We're giving you the task to go and share the good news of Jesus Christ in a generation that doesn't really care that much about the things of faith. We're so often the things that are so precious to us mean very little to the people around us. We're asking you to lead this church out and through 
the greatest crisis our nation has known since the war, rebuilding Christian life after the pandemic and going on explaining where God has been in all this. We're asking you to consider taking on additional responsibilities, maybe the renewal and regeneration of another church. It's an impossible job. It's a ridiculous job to give to anybody. And we know that here in Christchurch, the lay support is superb. We know there's excellent, committed Christians who'll work with Paul and pray for him and be there for him. But it's still an impossible job. And there'll be times when you'll lose heart. And there'll be times when you'll think, what's the point? There'll be times when you try stuff out and it doesn't seem to work. There'll be times when you're really determined in some act of ministry and it seems to fall on deaf ears. There'll be difficult times. Well, remember the therefore. What gives us strength in ministry is not inner strength. It's what Jesus has done for us. So Paul, remember every day what Jesus has done for you. He's come to share in your life. He's given his life for you upon the cross. He's died for you. He's died the death that you deserve because of your sins. And because of that, you're set free forever. Your mortal body will put on immortality. Your perishable body will put on imperishability. You can laugh at death because Jesus has done the dying for you. And so your future is sure. It's certain. Your future is bound up in Christ. The place has been laid at the banqueting table for you. Jesus has done that. That victory is assured. Therefore, therefore, you can be strong and immovable. Therefore, you can abound in works for the Lord. Therefore, you can keep going. And what's true of Paul as your ministry is true of every single one of you. Any ministry we seek to do in Christ's name draws, is drawn from the hope we place in the power of the cross. Jesus has won the victory. Therefore, we can be strong. We can be immovable. We can abound in works for the Lord. So Paul, in this ministry, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Seek him each day in prayer and in the study of the scriptures. Stay close to your family, because they're not just a support mechanism. They bring Jesus to you as you bring Jesus to them. And I know at first hand that Jesus is present in that home. So give time to your family and time to your children and make sure they know how much you love them. That's integral to ministry. And just keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Place all your trust in what he's done for you. And then trusting in him, the ministry here can blossom and flourish. And many can come to Christ through you. Thank you for your faithfulness as a congregation in this place. Thank you for the support you've given to Paul, for being here, for going on praying for him. Let that continue. Thank you for the steadfastness you've shown through this lockdown, through these many, many long months when worship has been strange and disembodied. I know how much you love singing and making music for the Lord, and it's been hard, it's been painful not to do that. Thank you for the way you witness to the unity of God through being Baptists and Anglicans, working and worshipping so closely together and, and bearing witness to the unity we find in Christ. And keep all of you, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Never fail to the delight in the future hope he sets before us.
And because of what Jesus has done, be strong, be immovable, be steadfast, be bold in your witness, be generous in your service, be joyful in your proclamation that God's life, God's love may be seen in this place. Amen.